This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. And I'm doing some real-time flight boarding here. Let me explain the situation. It's exactly eight minutes before my flight to Algiers is due to depart. Um, I'm on a bus, the very last bus, um, with a queue of passengers waiting on the stairs. Everything is taking quite a long time and I think there's very little possibility this plane will be heading for the other side of the Mediterranean anytime soon, but uh, we shall see about that. I just wanted to outline my strategy for boarding pretty much any flight, and that is always to be last on board. And I'll tell you why. I cannot understand why priority boarding is something that people would actually value. I don't want to spend any longer than I have to inside the uh, a constricted aluminium tube over there, sitting in an uncomfortable seat. And so therefore, being last on the plane is something I would particularly pay money for. I value that. Um, And I don't want to um, necessarily sit in the seat I have been assigned. Now, you need to be careful and respectful about this. And of course, if cabin crews say, go and sit in your seat, then uh, you must, of course, comply with any Uh, rules that they um, tell you about but I do like a bit of extra space I've got quite long legs I like to stretch out and so therefore I'm certainly not encouraging anybody to do anything involving so-called tariff abuse that is where you um, buy an economy seat but sit yourself in premium economy or business class that is illegal and bad and wrong I just mean finding a little bit of extra leg room normally That means getting an empty seat next to you. Um, Emergency exit rows are tricky because quite often um, you will find that they are reserved for people who pay extra for them. And if you try and sit down, well, I asked on an EasyJet flight once from Crete, long old flight, and they said, of course you can, and that'll be 25 pounds, which I uh, declined to, to pay. But I am always in the market for an empty seat next to me. And the best way to find that is to know that you are the last one on board and to uh, just have a look. If there's two seats together, you think, okay, I'll take one of those and I can have a bit of space next to me, which is good for working as well as stretching out and having plenty of elbow room. Now, I need to warn you that, of course, this doesn't always work. Um, Just on my last flight to Heathrow, which was... um, Um, Turkish Airlines, I found, because they run really huge planes, um, uh, this was an Airbus A330, four seats in a row at the back, and I thought, that's great, I'm going to sleep all the way in flatbed comfort to London. Well, that lasted about two minutes until cabin crew moved a couple of people down to that particular row because there was an issue with their seats. So it's not always guaranteed. 
but it can work. And the other aspect that people, I think, will um, not want to be the last on board is in terms of cabin baggage. And that's, that is an issue. If you've got to um, stow your cabin bag, uh, then I'm afraid there is a chance you're going to have the bag taken away. Uh, the, I'm not, not recommending this as a strategy, but I need you to consider whether this is the case. I'm just looking over here. There's an awful lot of cabin bags which are being taken off people um, and are now being stowed in containers and loaded onto the aircraft. There's exactly no possibility this plane is going anywhere anytime soon. Um, but um, I, oh, sorry, a bit of a, a jerky start there. We're finally, I think, going to be allowed off the uh, plane, or maybe not. The cameraman I work with, Doug, um, he says, when he's asked to check in his bag, he says, um, oh, it's got batteries in it. Now, my bag most definitely has got batteries in it. It's got a phone, it's got a laptop, it's got uh, various other bits and pieces, which um, airlines generally won't want in the hold. So it's perfectly legitimate to say, I've got to have this in the cabin because it's got batteries on board. And I think that's a, a reasonable safety stipulation. Anyway, let me describe the scene. Uh, we're at, if you know Heathrow, the old Terminal 1 gates where you used to walk along an interminable corridor, which is still there, um, out to the uh, flights to Dublin. Uh, it's um, a busy old morning. Uh, Delta Airlines flight, Boeing 767, don't see many of those, just pulled onto the stand. Um, there's an Air France, well, I've just arrived from Paris, I can guarantee, because that's the only place that they fly from these days to Heathrow. And everyone getting their bags and their children and everything else together. And I think I've timed my run perfectly. Right, so, oh my goodness. And it's raining. Um, don't, I really don't like bus transfers. And at Heathrow, you kind of don't usually expect them, but uh, there we are. So, I'm definitely the last one on. It's an Airbus A320 as usual. Two and a half hour flight time. Um, and, well, just um, waiting to see how late this is going to be, I guess. Uh, the uh, bags are still still being loaded on board. The passengers, more to the point, are still being loaded on board. Anyway, I will uh, stop recording as I get on board. Um, <laughs> I will hopefully be um, in the fine city of Algiers in a few hours time as always with anything to do with travel hope for the best but be prepared for delay and disruption thank you very much indeed i hope you enjoy your next flight and remember of course you must always um, be responsible and safe and um, obey those crew commands whatever they may be happy travels thanks for listening goodbye 
only from Rustolium. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.